So uh, are we going to record or are you just going to watch TikToks all night? I'm just going to watch TikToks all night. And welcome to Review for Two. My name's Caroline. And I'm Marco. And we're dating. And this is our podcast about dating and playing video games together. Yes, something that we do often. Yeah. Not the dating part. Playing video games. What? We don't date often? I mean, we just date constantly. Oh, that's fair. We do go on dates. We do. So we, we date constantly and often, I would argue. Wow. Yeah, so in this pursuit of both playing video games and dating, we have decided to bring you games that are good to play with other people. Exactly. Yeah, Caroline. What is this week's games that is good to play with other people? This week's games that is good to play with other people is Jackbox Party Pack 3. Aha. Uh-huh. So we have the third installment of the Jackbox Party Pack series. There are currently six. And each party pack is a group of about five games that are really fun to play with a lot of other people. Yeah. And so the main draw about these games is that you only need one game console, whether that's your Xbox or PlayStation, your Switch, or your even just like a Windows computer. Mm-hmm. And so it has to be connected to the internet and you power it up and it starts an online lobby. And so the consoles are the host, and then all of the people enter that lobby using their phones, and their phones are the controller. Right. So this is really good in that, like, it is very easy for someone to meet the requirements to play, because you don't need four controllers, and it's not, you know, only four people can play. You just need a phone, and you can play. Yeah. It's gated to around eight people, give or take a few per game type. But then even if you meet that limit, and you have, like, three or four more people, they can join in as the audience. And they can still answer the questions, but they're just not scored. So even though eight people can play, you can theoretically have as many people as you want in the lobby playing along. Yeah. Yeah. Caroline, Mm -hmm. you want to hit me with them facts? Surely. So Jackbox Party Pack is developed by Jackbox Games. This party pack was released in October of 2016 for the PlayStation 4, Switch, and Windows. And right now there's actually a sale on, so it is $16.24 instead of the usual $25. I think that might just be on Steam, but I also saw that it has a deal on PlayStation 4 as well. I didn't see what the sale was, but it goes on sale quite a bit. And since it's an older uh, party pack, it probably goes on sale a lot more. And since it's a lot of like technically basic games you don't need a very strong system to play it so even the weakest windows device can probably handle this one yeah and this party pack has five games in it as most do and this one has quiplash 2 gespionage tko trivia murder party and faking it yeah so we're just gonna go through the five games real quick Mm-hmm. So Quiplash 2 is essentially Cards Against Humanity in dual form. So basically, there are a, ser- a series of prompts, and two players answer each prompt, and it's assigned at random. And so the prompt you're answering just shows up on your phone, and no one else knows who answered what or what they put in, so it's all anonymous. And then after everyone has submitted an answer for their prompt, one by one it goes through the prompts, shows the two answers, And then the people who did not submit an answer get to vote on which they think is the funniest. So it'll be stuff like, you know, what is the name of Tom Cruise's autobiography? And someone can put like, I have one middle tooth, the Tom Cruise story. And someone else can put Mission Impossible 7. Oh my God, this one's based on my real life. (laughs) So it's like stuff like that. Yeah, I'd still see it. It's like Cards Against Humanity in that sort of way. And you're not really supposed to make it inappropriate. 
You can, depending on the crowd. Sometimes that's the funniest. But yeah, it's mostly just a fill in the blank, be as funny as you can, get everyone to laugh at you kind of game. Exactly. And the final round in that game is that everyone answers the same prompt. And then you vote on like your first, second, and third choice. And you get points that way. Yeah. The next game, Gespionage, one of my favorite games since Party Pack. It will show a statistic or it will show a, a question for a statistic. Like how many people a year sleep five or less hours and you have to guess any number zero to a hundred or what percentage of people it would probably say because it's usually percentages yeah and one person sets a percentage that they think it is and then the other people guess if they think that that percentage is actually too low too high just right and it's really fun because you actually learn a lot of really interesting statistics about like the general population of the u.s and some of them are really surprising but i always love to be like hmm that many people died from mall santa accidents like this year that's so crazy and yeah, but it's a it's a really fun game and it's pretty easy to play because you just have to like guess a number basically between yeah. zero and a hundred and there's not much like creative thinking going on, but it is still intriguing and interesting to me. It's especially interesting when it's a question that you think you absolutely know the answer to. Right. Like how many people start their day with a Starbucks coffee and you're mm. like, Psh, it's like 75. And then the results come back and it's like 12. Right. And you're it's like, crazy. no, it can't be 12. Yeah. It's, I know this. I know it's 75. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah. But it's a really fun game. I really like it. Yeah. The next one, TKO, we've actually never played because it relies a lot more on drawing skills, which is something that neither of us actually have. It's kind of like Quiplash, but in Pictionary form, you have to like make a drawing that would go on a t-shirt and then the drawings all get shuffled around to another player and they have to put a caption on it. And then those shirts go head to head against each other and whoever paired the best caption with drawing moves on to the next round and it's kind of like a tournament style. The winner KOs the other one. So it's t-shirt KO. Yeah. Yeah, we've never played it, but you know, if you like drawing, you could probably enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The fourth game is Trivia Murder Party, which is basically a trivia game with some macabre theme, I guess you could some say. Macabre some macabre theme. theme, only macabre themed. And it's, yeah, it's just trivia. And if you get a wrong answer, then you technically die, but you still have a chance to win at the end because it's kind of like a race to the finish trivia style at the end of the game. And if multiple people get a question wrong while you're playing, you kind of play these little mini games to try to see who actually dies. So some of them, like one person will definitely die, another one, like two people or three people might die. And then in other ones, like you, neither of you die, but like you'll lose the option to answer a certain question or a question number. It's those, it's pretty cute. Yeah. And death does, like Caroline said, death does not actually make you lose. Right. It just, in the final round, you're at a slight disadvantage. Mm -hmm. But, you know, even dying, you can still play the entire game. And right. it actually kind of makes it more fun sometimes because until the very end, once you're dead, there's no consequence for wrong answers anymore. Right. So you can be like, I died in round two, so I'm going to say that Bananas is the capital of South Dakota. <laughs> right. Fight me. Yeah. Cute. And then our last and I think my favorite, Marco. Mm -hmm. Faking It. So Faking It is, again, kind of like five games in one. So it's a little weirdly layered. It's like the game 
malarkey if you ever played it where you'll all get a prompt and there are different ways to like answer the certain prompts and we'll go over those but you'll get a prompt and one person will not get the prompt and they'll be the faker quote unquote so be the prompt will be like how many pairs of shoes do you own? And at the count of three, everyone has to like raise their hand in a number, like a, you know, actually like count out a number from one to 10. And if you don't have the prompt, it just says, hey, you're gonna have to fake it, get ready to like, you know, raise your fingers in an amount of numbers. And so if it is how many shoes you own, and somebody lifts the number two or something, it's just pretty funny because you know that they're the faker and then you vote on who the faker is and after like three rounds of it if you catch them or if you don't catch them it's like different points go to that and that's one of them because that's one of the mini games is raise your hand and then another one is kind of that same thing except it says like who is most likely to have you know eaten an entire wheel of cheese and you got a point at the person right and so if you're the faker your prompt will say you're the faker try and blend in Or it's like, raise your hand if you did a thing, or make a facial expression that fits this prompt. And you'll have to try to not make it clear that you have no idea what the actual prompt is. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's basically just those games kind of over and over with one person randomly pretending and then everyone else gets points if they can guess the person or the faker gets a lot of points if they cannot get caught. Right. And the last round of that little game is that everyone gets the same prompt or the same three prompts and you have to answer it. But if you're the faker, you're getting prompts that aren't actually what everyone else is getting. So it'll be like, what is your favorite ice cream topping? And the faker will get like, what's your favorite thing to eat on pizza? And so- Like, what's your favorite candy? Right, Like something that more often than not, the answers would be the same or similar. Well, until like the last right. round Right, and then as the rounds of that final one go on, it's like, what's your favorite ice cream topping? And then another one will be like, what was your high school nickname? And then the question will be like, what's your favorite magazine? Right. And then the final one will be like, who's your favorite celebrity? And the last question will be, how many dollars do you have in your pocket? Right. So when you say your favorite celebrity is 12, everyone's going to be like, now wait just a minute <laughs> yeah. there. who's 12? Yeah, so it gets yeah. more and more divergent from the actual prompt as the final round goes on. Yeah, It's really hysterical, though. Yeah. This game in particular is very easy to abuse for your own gain, Pete, (laughs) where one person who's not the faker could give outlandish and obviously incorrect answers because then everyone would think that he is the faker, which means they don't get points for guessing the faker, while Pete can guess the other person who he thinks is the faker, Pete. Yeah. Sorry, had to call him out on that one. Yeah, true. Yeah. Cool. Shall we move on to the actual reviews? So I'm not going to review every single game because it's already taken us this long to even just describe them. Mm -hmm. But we felt it was important because they are all so different. In general, they're all really fun. With the exception of TKO, which we haven't really played because it requires a lot more artistic skills. All of these games are really fun. They are great to play with other people and you can play with up to eight other people in the actual game. And then as many audience members as you have. Everyone's got a phone nowadays, so anyone can just hop on in and play. And it's also a really good game for people who don't really play video games. Because it is a video game, but it's like you pull out your phone and you choose button inputs. Like you just click yes, no, and then type a silly phrase. So it's really, we've had like my parents play it. We've had my grandparents play it. It's a really good game that everyone can enjoy. I mean, that's that's all I got. Sure. I would absolutely recommend getting it, especially because if you have a Switch or a laptop, it is extremely portable and it's it's just an all-around good time. 
Yeah. Caroline? Yeah. I um, really, really think that it's a great party game, especially if you're kind of sick of doing like Mario Party or Mario Kart or like Smash Bros. And you want something that's like a lot more interactive. This can be like multi-generational, as Marco said. And it's really, really entertaining. We've had some excellent choice moments from playing these games and we just really enjoy it so yeah i i echo everything that marco says i think that you should get it it's worth it we did pay for it oh my god we paid for a game Ah! but it was it's totally worth it because we're still playing it we are still bringing it places to play it elsewhere and it's fantastic nice yeah shall we move on to questions let's all right Okay, Marco, first question. What is your favorite game? I think my favorite game is Quiplash Mm. because it is very easy to get into. One of the problems I think I have with faking it in particular is that it's like there's a lot of rules and you have to sit there and watch the instructions. Like, it's not a lot of rules, but sometimes it's hard to corral all eight members of your family to sit down and watch the screen for a minute. You will inevitably have people who talk through the rules and then ask what's going on or you will have some other people who sit there and ask what the rules are as the rules are playing so that they miss what the rules are and then have to ask what the rules are quiplash is the easiest to get into it's the quickest get into you know it just gives you a prompt and you write a question but it's also almost always hilarious because you're just the entire point of the game is to just make other people laugh so it's just like it's very easy it's very fun it's just a fun time yeah i agree what is your favorite caroline I do think that my favorite is faking it just because of all the moments of gameplay that we've had. I can just think of so many that are hysterical to me and I I like cry laughing every single time because it's so hard when you're the faker. Like you feel so nervous for it, but when somebody else is a faker and they say something so outlandish, it's hysterical. Yeah, it is. It is very funny. It's a little harder to actually get started, but once you do, it's fantastic. It's really good, especially the facial one where you have to make a face. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah. It's really good. Well, while you kind of rolled into it, Caroline, what is your favorite moment of gameplay from the entirety of Jackbox Party Pack 3? I think... Can I just roll through, like, my top four? <laughs> four? Fine. I have four. So the first one was when Marco and I were on a team uh. <laughs> for faking it. And it was like, have you ever... No, uh, do you believe in ghosts? Was the, like, prompt. And I was, like, trying to blend in. So I, like whisper to Marco but not really whisper I'm like have we and everyone's like wait what (laughs) they're like have you believe in ghosts like what are you saying so like obviously we were the faker and it was just like very obvious there we decided to be on a team so there wasn't just one lonely audience member yeah but in a game like faking it it is really hard hard to do a team Flash and trivia murder and espionage is a lot easier to be a team because just like you just put the answer you think is correct the answer you think is funniest but this one you have to pretend like you know what's on the screen yeah it's really hard yeah Okay, so that's my first one. My second one is also from playing with your family, which was we had to make a face that you would make if you were firing someone and your little brother was the faker and we look over and he's making this like delighted but like horrified but really happy about it kind of face and we're like, 
<laughs> you're obviously the faker because you wouldn't fire someone by being like, oh, yes, jelly good fun. And it's like, it, that was really funny to me. The best way I can describe that face is what the Green Goblin's mask looks like <laughs> in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Yes. That is the yeah. face Lucas made. And he then tried to defend it and be like, no, that's the face I would make if I had to let someone go from their job. Right. We're I'm like, like no, 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 Lucas. No. The third one is when we were playing with our good friends Alicia and Jody, and it was how many hours of TV do you watch a day? And Marco said that he watched seven hours of TV a day. And we were like, uh, that's that's quite a bit high there. I'm like, I spend every day with you. I know for a fact <laughs> that you're not just like watching TV instead of sleeping all night. So probably not. And then the last one, which I alluded to earlier was, um, it was how many pairs of shoes do you own? And we're all like, oh, probably like eight or seven or 10. And my friend Alicia put two and we were in her room. So we're like, we can count more than that right now. We were on vacation with so them. Good. So we, Caroline and I packed all of our things and flew there. And even then I had more than two pairs of shoes with me. <laughs> right. So I was like, no, no, no. If I, if I pack more than two pairs of shoes, you absolutely own more than two. Yeah. But it's just so there, these moments are so good because once the faker is revealed, which was very obvious in all of these scenarios, you're just like dying laughing and everybody's laughing about it. And it's fantastic. It's just a good moment. Yeah. What about you? What's your favorite moment of gameplay? So you actually took all of mine because those were all the ones I was going to say. Mm -hmm. So I'll pull up another one. I don't know if it's my most memorable moment because, you know, you got my top four. But there was one point where we were playing Quiplash, I want to say. Mm -hmm. And it was like the final question, which everyone answers the same question. And then you have to rank the ones you like. And my favorite part was that the answer was like, you know, what does a true New Yorker say about this or something like that? And we were playing <laughs> with Caroline's parents, who are from New York, and Caroline, who is from New York, and me, who decided I was going to say the most stereotypically New Yorkist thing possible. And all four of our answers were some iteration of go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It was it was indeed the I most aggressive that. New York answer we could come up with. It was fantastic. Yeah, but as you can see, a lot of great moments. <laughs> Any other final thoughts? There are other party packs that we played and different games in those party packs that we also really like. Some great moments have come out of that, but that will be for another podcast. Yeah, every party pack has different games. And right. since Caroline said there's six, at this point there's like 25, 30 that you could choose from. Yeah. So these are, it's a great way to build up a lot of short, simple party games for a relatively cheap amount. Right. And this, if you're like thinking, oh, how do I know Jackbox? Like, what is that from? If you were alive in the 90s and you played You Don't Know Jack, which was a computer game, like a PC game, that is the same developers of it. And that was a really fun kind of trivia game, actually. But it was only trivia and it was a little bit weird and also macabre and kind of scary, but hmm. it's it was a fun game. They Shout made, out to my dad who played it. They made a good transition into modern party gaming. Yeah, definitely. Cool. That's about all I have to say. All right. So yeah, to summarize, a lot of great games, 
Pretty decent price, very easy to play with all manner of people. I would highly recommend it, and if you get it right now, it's on sale. Yeah. I think I would recommend it for the Switch in particular because mm -hmm. of how portable that system is. And you don't even need to plug it to the TV. You can just kind of put it on its stand and have everyone huddle around the screen to read the prompts or stuff like that. Yeah, cool. that's it. Anything else? Nope. Just like and subscribe and tell your friends. Yeah. And... Yeah. You can find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can reach out to us at Twitter at Review for Two or our Gmail at Review the Number Four and then TWO at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be a stranger. Don't be a stranger. Cool. Bye. 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 Me next? Yes, there's no one else. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>